Welcome to Contractor Cuts, where we cover the good, the bad, and the ugly of growing a successful contracting company. Welcome to Contractor Cuts. My name is Clark Turner. I'm Jared Flo. Thank you guys for joining us again Welcome this week. Welcome back. So this is the beginning of a three-part series. We took a couple weeks off, and we are hitting you with a three-part series. I'm excited about this one. Coming out of the the COVID slash pandemic times where it was absolute uh, just raining clients from the uh-huh, sky. Uh-huh. We're now moving into either neutral regular times or possibly what a lot of people are calling we're about to move into a recession. Yep, yep. So how can you recession-proof your company to where the last two years aren't just an outlier? Right. But they are the launching point for your company to grow over the next 10, 20, 30 years. If and when we go through a recession, how do we make it through that? How do we make it through that? How do how do we take what we've done over the last two years and, and the success that most contractors have had, mm-hmm. and how do we double down and continue the growth, continue uh, uh, the, the, the company in a uh, st- strategic – a building model way to where we grow the company through a recession. Right. 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 Uh, so today's episode is you are not as good as you think you are. Bum, bum, bum. What? Right. So the, the whole episode is, is about why the last two years have been an outlier mm-hmm. and why every single contractor today needs to look at themselves and ask themselves some questions that we're going to, we're going to cover today. Uh, the the main point being for today is the last year and a half has been very easy as a contractor. Very yes. unique. Very there's unique. There's been changing pricing. There's been labor changes. It's been hard to find subs. It's been hard to. There's a lot of things that that have that have been difficult. Yeah. But what has never not been difficult in the last eighteen months is finding clients. Yeah. Which right? is why we haven't been able to find labor. Yeah. Because there's so much business out there. It's yep. just raining from the sky. Yep. We've all had twelve clients line up outside the door at any given time and it, the mindset has shifted slowly over the past eighteen months to I I am I am almost like the king and I get to choose which client I'm gonna work That's with right. because there's so many of them. I want that one. I think I can make the most money on this job and they seem like they'd work well with me. And it's been – I mean we, we've been doing this for 16 years, mm-hmm. and, and the last two years are such an outlier. Yeah. It's never been this way before. For many, many years, there have been times where we've looked at jobs and go, why did we why did we take this job? Yeah. Because a client came to us and we're not turning down work. We need, we need yeah. the work. Every yeah. client was so special and precious, and you know we would do an estimate, and we would follow up and follow up and chase and hunt and negotiate and try to figure out to land that one, yeah. one estimate. Now – Here's your estimate. Take it or leave it. You don't want it. Great. On to the next Forgotten. one. Forgotten. Yeah. yeah. And and it's it's been a mode of let's try and and hunt and gather as much as possible while the getting's good. And that and and that can give you a false sense of of success. Absolutely. So there's a lot of guys that are that are killing it right now. They're like, yeah, this is like I don't need help. I know what I'm doing. Sure. For the last 18 months, there's been this false positive of. Oh, all of these people love us. That means we're great. Mm-hmm. No, no, no. In the last 18 months, the guys that are the best have been booked for 12 months already. Right. And so when someone says, hey, I can actually pull 100 grand out of my property now. And so they pull the cash out and they want to uh, do an addition. 
I, I need to get that started. I've got the cash on hand, and I'm going with the person that's available. Yeah. So even the not as good companies have mm-hmm. been absolutely slammed, and giving them a false narrative that they are actually a really good company. Yeah. And so whether you are already a really good company, or you're just getting started, or you're one of the companies that might not be as good as you think you are. Yeah. Today is the day to start self-reflecting and looking, asking yourself these questions we're going to cover today and say, okay, this is how I'm going to move forward to ensure that I take this momentum and I capitalize on it going into either normal times or recession yeah, whether, times. Whether we go into a recession or not, this is such a valuable thing based on where we've been yeah. the last you know year and a half to two years. Let's take an assessment. Yep. Are you as good as you think you are? Yep. And if the answer to that is yes, fantastic. Let's let's take that and launch if, it from there. If the answer is no, it's really valuable for you to know that. Let's let's take it, change it, and then launch from there. That's right. right. That's right. So we started ProServe, uh, our contracting company, in 2006. Mm-hmm. Um, right before the big recession of 2008, 2009. Perfect time to start. Yeah, it was literally. I got I got it going in 2006, and then we went into the recession. And as I watched the bigger guys crumble and fall around me, I was still small and nimble enough to, to kind of go through that and figure out what can I do to capitalize? What can I do to capitalize? I need to find clients. How do I find clients? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So this week, we're covering the questions. Next week, we're going to kind of go through in a recession, how do you, or, and, and, and really anytime, how do you identify your product? And how do you diversify without losing focus? That's right. That's next week. And it's then, a key a key piece to if we go into a recession that will that will really help let you go through yeah. the recession and not and not it it won't tank your company. That's right. And then the the third week is what we call our grind list. It is our everything that you can do today to have. Uh, to have uh, clients by mm-hmm. the end of the month. Yeah. It is literally my list from 16 years ago through today that we've kind of gathered together and it says, okay, I need to find clients. How do we do that? Yeah. Right? And so it, it it is step by step in the weeds exactly what you should do to get clients if you yeah. need them. Now, you probably don't need them today. And if, if you don't, no problem. Listen, yeah. learn. We're going to start building a product that even and when times are tough, we are still churning at work. Yeah, it's a if you're a contractor who's been around for you know five, ten, fifteen years, it is getting back to the basics. Yep. Because again, the, the the last two years has not been the norm. Yep. If you're a contractor who has started within the last three years, this is something new that you need to learn because yep. this is how it normally goes. Yep. Fruit does not just fall off the tree all day every day. Mm-hmm. You got to go shake them. So, looking at that, th- thinking through from that mindset. When we're looking at ourselves, how do we assess our company today? How do we look and say, okay, I, yeah, I've been successful for the last two years. Yeah. What? How do I know if I'm going to continue being successful, or how do I? How, what do I need to look at today, Jared? Well, I, I think I think what you're trying to identify is um, is success the revenue that I've been able to bring in and has that revenue been coming in because of this inflated market, right? Mm -hmm. Is that the reason why I've been successful or is the reason that I'm successful because of what I deliver to my customers and those customers are people that tell other people about me. And there's a, there's a, there's a pipeline that's kind of automatically being created because of the, the the customer service and experience that I'm delivering to customers. Yep. And so 
asking yourself a series of questions to help identify, is it this inflated market that has given me a false sense of success Mm -hmm. or is it the way that I operate? Is yep. it that the clients really love me and the cu- and the way that I deliver the product and they will come back? Yep. So, you know, it, it's it's really hard to, to figure out how to do that. And the best way that we've figured it out is find a way to, to create a test sample, mm-hmm. right? Look at your, you know, if you use a software um, or, or some kind of system that you can kind of record the information of how jobs have gone, take your last 10 jobs and assess them. Figure out, uh, you know, how successful were these jobs? And before you even do that, where did they come from? Yeah. Right? That's a really important one. Where did those, your last 10 jobs, how many of those jobs came from uh, the the renovation that you did on Susie Homeowner's house and she told George down the street? Mm -hmm. Right? Or did they come from Facebook? Or did they come from random phone calls off of Google? Right. Because that has been the the reality about the last two years is that because the top tier contractors have been booked up and were already booked up previous. Those people were for sure booked up and not available. And when those clients called them and said, hey, I want to get my kitchen done. Yeah, I can do that for you. It's going to be 12 months. They just pulled the equity out. They've got that money in their pocket right now. They want to spend it on their kitchen. And so they start hitting Google. They start hitting Facebook. Mm-hmm. And so if the majority of your jobs that you receive, that, that test sample of 10, if the majority of those came from Facebook, Google, random phone calls from some random person. Angie's list. All Angie's things, list, yeah. whatever. Then you need, to, you need to take a look. And that could be an indicator that you're not getting repeat jobs because yeah. clients are happy yep. and clients are telling other people about you, which is how – most contractors have always gotten their business yep. by treating people well, delivering customer service, delivering a quality product. That's where most of the word of mouth business came yep. from. So that's a first step. If I would say if if more than 50% of your clients are either referrals from other clients, repeat clients, uh, people that heard about you through a friend or a family member, you want that to be at least 50%. Yep. If that's the case – that's that doesn't disappear in recessions right right in recessions people still renovate mm-hmm. it's just a lot less people yeah and yeah. so if you can be hitting 50 percent of of all of your clients coming in are from referrals past jobs past clients some sort of tie to some experience that someone's had with your company you are doing it right yeah if you are if you are 80 percent of your jobs that you're doing are from randoms mm-hmm. from uh, home advisor angie's list facebook uh people finding you uh googling you uh th- even if you're paying for google ads or some right. sort of paid lead if more than 50 percent of your your clients are coming from those that all disappears in a recession, mm-hmm. right? That it, it goes from us being the king and being able to pick the people that we want to work with. In a recession, the client is the king, and there's four or five of us companies trying to bid for their attention and for their money. That's right. And they pick the one that they feel most comfortable with. That's right. Right. That's and right. so that that is the big shift that we're, we're talking about. That if a self assessment of saying where are my clients coming from, yeah. because. A lot of these doors that clients are walking through are about to disappear. Yep. And and that doesn't mean people still won't find you on Facebook. Yeah. But right now, 10 people are finding you on Facebook. In in, in a recession, maybe one. Yeah. Right? And so – Well, and I, I think I, I think that everybody has experienced a time where 
uh, their pipeline, the, the future jobs, the things that they've got in front of them has gotten smaller and smaller and smaller. And they start having the question of like, crap, how am I? I mean, I'm good this month, but how am I going to pay my bills next month? Yeah. And had that process, yeah. that's, that is absolutely the standard when you're in a recession yep. of like, where is my business going to come from? Mm-hmm. And so that's why it's important to start assessing this stuff now um, and, and figuring out, are there reasons why I don't have those repeat customers, yep. those referrals? And the first one, like we said, is where did they come from? And the second one is out of all of those 10 jobs, how many of them were happy? Yeah. Like actually really happy. They enjoyed the experience. The They, they enjoyed dealing with you, whatever it was. And how many of them uh, you, you don't talk to, you, you don't engage with on Facebook. Yep. You kind of disassociate a little bit, yep. right? And assessing that number. I think it's the same thing, yep. you know, if, if you want it to be way higher than, you know, more than, you know, 50%. But mm-hmm. I think that's a great pl- secondary place to start looking. Where did they come from? And out of all the ones that I've done, were they happy? Yeah. And if they weren't, be able to take a real self-assessment, get out of your head of why they were wrong, yep. why they did the wrong thing. What did you do wrong? Yeah. Well, I think a lot of contractors that, that we have talked with have a, a mentality, especially that, that has been learned over the last two years, that's like, you're welcome for me choosing you that I'm going to do your renovation. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, right? Mm-hmm. It's It's almost this pretentious, this... I can, you know, like I could have you, gone somewhere. You else. need to say thank you mm-hmm. that I chose you to do your kitchen, right? And, and so where that is leaving a client experience with a lot to be desired, mm-hmm. right? If it's if it's like, oh, shoot, I picked the wrong one. This client's a jerk, and this is taking a lot longer. I should have gone with that other guy. Uh, probably could have made more money quicker. Wh- whatever it is, right? In those moments, you are killing with your mindset. You are killing the future referral from that client. Uh, from the client's friends, from the client's families, from from their uh, scope of people that they come in contact with because of your mentality and mindset of, uh, I just want to get out of here. Uh-huh. And the lack of customer experience, you're killing revenue for 12 months from today. Yeah. And a lot of contractors we see are like, ah, I got I got work for eight months. Mm-hmm. I got work for 10 months. I, I you know I'm booked through next spring. That's great. Yeah. You can't rest on that. Because yep. all of that will stop. You need to start looking today for how we're going to fill the coffers in six months. Yep. How are we going to fill the coffers in 12 months? What is our uh, what is our strategy for people coming in and finding us through the leads and through the clients that we currently have? Right, right. right? And so it, it's identifying that and not saying, I'm killing it right now. I, I'm, I'm booked through Christmas. Great. We all are. Mm-hmm. I don't care about next month. I care about six months from now. And most contractors aren't looking that far. Right. It's been easy to this point. It will be easy tomorrow. And it'll be easy next week. And I, I, you know, I've got the work, and I'll continue to have the work. Yeah. One of the, one of the things that the last you know two years has caused um, that that we or separated us from that we need to get back to is the idea that every customer and every job is precious. Yep. Right. For many years, it was like every job we got in, like sweet, we got another one. Let's yeah. make sure to make this person happy because. If I make this person happy, this one's a real estate agent, and that person could give me more business down the road. Yep. And there was just this mentality of like, I want to, I want a TLC, right? Yep. I want to, I want to treat these clients really well. And because it was just, I mean, shooting shooting fish in a barrel yeah. over the last two years, we've kind of gotten away from 
every client and every job is precious. And a, a great example, one of our PMs upstairs uh, at our general contracting company, he has sixty-five, seventy, somewhere in there, open estimates. Right estimates now. that have been sent out to clients, and they haven't said yes. Let's let's take a quick break. Hey, real quick, you're listening to this podcast because you are growing your company to the next level. Getting efficient, building structure, and creating organization is a foundation of growth. We've created ProStruct 360 software so you can spend less time doing paperwork and more time growing your company. Sign up today for free at ProStruct360.com. Whether you're using our free version to send estimates and invoices and getting paid online, or you choose one of our paid subscriptions to add in sending work orders, email, and QuickBooks integrations, and so much more, stop putting off what you know is necessary to get to the next level. Take control of your growth at ProStruct360.com. Yes, correct. Or no, I'm not going with that. That's right. We have that many with just one of our Mm projects. And we have multiple, multiple project managers. One of them has that many. And I've never in 16 years seen that, right? Mm -hmm. And and that isn't normal. But because that's the way it is, right now, whatever is the hottest, best lead, we we go with, right? Mm -hmm. And so the other... The other fifty-five that we aren't following up as much on are going to go somewhere else. Yeah, but, but years years past, those ones that were sitting in the open estimates, we actually had a uh, a specific process mm-hmm. of following up with them on a weekly basis for a period of time, yeah. and then a monthly basis, and we and we tracked it and recorded it and watched it and held people accountable for yeah. it because every one of those sitting out there was precious to yeah. us. But now it's like, ah, those 55, I got another 55 coming in. Yeah. Well, it's easy to think that. but w- And and the goal is, and, and the way we coach our guys, our, our employees, and everybody is those other 55 that you're not going to service, we need to be upfront and honest with, mm-hmm. right? We need to say, hey, here's your estimate. Please let me know. We're fairly booked up right now. So if you want to get going with us, yada, yada, yada. Right, right, uh, right. Being able to to keep the the name of your company – in their mind with a happy experience happens even if you don't do the work with right. them. So all of those open estimates we have followed up on. Now we're not following up on weekly. We're not hunting them down. Right. We're not begging them to do work like we have in the past. Mm-hmm. It's not, hey, Mr. Thomas, uh, what's your name? How, you know, I'm sorry, what are you looking to get done? Right. When can we be there? You, can we get started next week? What about the week after? I've got these painters all lined up. Can we? It, it used to be the, the sense of urgency with, with that client. Yeah. Now it is not. Now it is, all right, are you looking? Great. Let's talk. Are, you know, are you not that serious? Great. Call me when you are. Yeah. Uh, which is okay, but it's the mindset shift of it's not going to be that way forever. Yeah. And you've got to know that. So what are you doing to assess yourself? Mm-hmm. Right. Mm-hmm. So finishing up today, the two things that we challenge you to do, number one, look at the last 10 jobs you had and look at where they came from. If you yeah. can go more than that, great. 20 yeah. jobs, 30 jobs, whatever you can look at over the last 18 months, where did they come from? Where is the majority of your clients coming from? Right. It's not a problem if they're all coming from Facebook, but that's going to dry out and mm-hmm. it will be a problem at that time. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. first off, look at that, assess that. And if it is all not from referrals or the majority over 50% is not from referrals from current clients, what you need to start doing is assessing your process and identifying that your customer service is falling short. Yep. And it's hard to say about yourself, mm-hmm. but you got to know that's 
the this is the this is the evidence of yeah. that. Yeah, a big a big secret in this, and we've said it many many times. Um, a way to help you identify that is if you're viewing it. The the paint was great. The sheetrock was great. Mm-hmm. We got it all done. We got the flooring in there. The final product was fantastic. I don't understand why they were not happy. Yeah, it's not always about the final product it is about the experience from beginning to end and that is the thing the experience is what people tell other people about not about how well you put the sheetrock up or how how well it finally turned out they do tell people about that but referrals come from you want to use this guy because he showed up on time he was there he communicated when there was a problem he was on top of it the experience of the job is what they tell them so you need to look at not the final product was great, but how did the client experience me delivering the product to them? Yep. And if you find that putting yourself in your client's shoes, you see, oh, yeah, I see how I was behind on communication. I see how my guys didn't show up or the things got done in the house that they weren't expecting and then I had to charge them extra money. Identifying those things are the things that downgrade the experience and stick in your client's mind and you need to start creating a process to circumvent that before they happen yep. on your future jobs. Yep. So that's that's the second thing you should definitely be doing. First thing, look at the jobs and where they're coming from. The second thing you should do right now is what Jared just said. Look at the last 10, 15, 20 clients and how happy are they? And be brutally honest with mm-hmm. yourself. Would they call you again? Would they refer someone? If I, if I were like, if I called that client and said, hey, how was experience ABC renovation company? Yeah. Uh, they would say, oh, they're, you know, kitchen looks great, but I probably wouldn't use them again. Yeah. Or even if they liked you, they're like, yeah, I might call them again, but I might call them again is not a referral to the neighbor. No, I'm not no. going to put my name on you if I might not call you again. Right. Right. And so identifying that, shoot, call your clients. Mm-hmm. Call the ones that you've ask completed. Them. If you that's don't right. know, ask them. They'll uh-huh. tell you. Uh-huh. And by doing that, that's customer service. They're like, oh, this guy cares. Right. So, so first off, look at where they're coming from. Secondly, look and assess the experience that every client is having with you right now. Yeah. If you can do those two things, you're identifying what needs to be fixed. Mm-hmm. Next week and the week after, we're going to talk about what to do once you identify that. Yeah. Uh, and, and that is the goal is to let's get your processes in place to have customer service now. So when you need clients in six months from now, they're coming in. Yeah. They're well, flowing I mean, this, in. This is a little bit of part three, but placing that phone call, uh, mm-hmm. if, if you're having a hard time assessing why, why were they not happy and you call them and ask them, you want to talk about something that could take a non-happy, not coming back to customer to a potential referral or repeat yeah. customer, call them and say, hey, I'm assessing myself, right? And this gets a little bit into yeah. part three of yeah. this, of the grind list of things that you can do. But just by doing that, it's, it, it's you know, the whole two, two birds, one stone. Mm-hmm. You're getting a fresh perspective, but you're also telling the client, if I didn't deliver well, I want to do better. Yeah. The, you know. the, the the simple fact of I'm going to identify what went wrong on that job because something goes wrong on every job. Mm-hmm. And I call you up and say, hey, Jared, listen, I'm trying to kind of assess myself and my company to, to make sure that we're getting better every single day. I know on your job that delivery was a week late and then that paint crew didn't show up and then this other thing happened. And I know that that happened on your job and I wasn't happy with that stuff. What other feedback can you give me about me, my mm-hmm. company, and your 
experience with us that I can improve on for next yeah. time. Yeah, little you, teaser, little teaser for part three. You just say that alone, <laughs> and the client's like, "Well, I got That's four right. things, but I, I, I love that you're working on yourself, and maybe if you did this differently and did this, I, you know, I definitely use you again." That's right. Great, thank you. That's right. They're going to remember that phone yeah. call. So yeah, yeah. again, that that's that's what you need to do today. Mm-hmm. Assess yourself, assess your company, and assess where jobs are coming from and how happy current clients are. And from there, we're going to take it and roll roll to next week. Yep. All right. Thank you so much for listening. If you want to talk to us, we would love to hear from you. Also, we are in Chicago live September 1st. First. We're That's doing right. a one-day event in Chicago. If you want to work on your company, if you want to recession-proof your company, come to our one day. It's $199. You can get it 50% off right now on our website. Just don't tell everyone. Just go yeah. and yeah. meet us there. It is a really cool experience. Yeah. So we'd love to see you guys in Chicago. All right. Talk to see you, guys you next week. week. Bye. Thanks.